Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Dean is gone today, and in his seat is one Vince D'Addario. I'm sure I can fill it physically. I don't know about um, I don't know about on the air, but I will, I can certainly fill it physically, especially with all this food that I've been trying to pile into my mouth. That's and, right. Uh, I have not been successful up to this point because there's so much. I, I I my eyes may be a bit bigger than my stomach. I don't know. <laughs> Two whole plates and a basket of chips. Yeah, you've got. It looks like there's a family there. sitting over at the table. I just put my food over. That's there. That's all Vince's so, food. But yeah. of course, Vince. Vince has been doing, we, we, you know, for, for those who might not know, I'm sure most do, uh, Mishawaka basketball the last couple years. You've jumped in with some Mishawaka football this year, so this is your first Caveman Corner venture. We've got a full house, as always. Head coach Keith Kinder right now, head football coach Keith Kinder, T.J. Rux, defensive end from the Mishawaka football team, will join us in our second segment, and then also wrestling coach Steve Sandifer. We haven't talked to him in a while. He'll be with us tonight. So how are we doing this evening, coach? I'm doing great. Had a good weekend. Got my belly full right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the big, food coma. The burrito Monterey is always the way to go. I tell all the kids that come on the show that they have to get it. Rux is one of the only kids that has ever listened to me <laughs> and actually has gotten it every time he's been here. Really? But. I was going to say, I mean, uh, I think it's been pretty steady. There's been maybe one kid who hasn't got that thing since, yeah. since we've been doing the show oh, really? the last couple seasons. They all yeah. t- I tell them it's fantastic. They all say it's not that good. So. <laughs> wow. But I love it. I would recommend it to anybody that shows up. <laughs> they do a good job of eating them if it's, if well, it's not. Well, yeah, that's the thing with kids. Like, the plate's empty. It's free food. It that's right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it wasn't that great. <laughs> all right, so, of course, you opened up sectional play after a bye with a 38-6 to win over Elkhart Memorial last week, and now it's on to, uh, to Central for a second time. So let's start with uh, some of your thoughts on the win over Elkhart Memorial. Pretty impressive, especially considering I mean, that was a team that was scoring a lot of points, up around 30 points a game, and you held them to just six points Friday night. Yeah, you know, the, the thing that I was really afraid of is after having a week off, just how you're going to how you're gonna start. Right. Um, you know, is there going to be some rust? I thought we, well, we forced a turnover on the, their first offensive play. Got the ball, went right down and scored. Uh, forced a punt after that. Went down, kicked the field goal. So, like, you know, the way we started, uh, you know, I think we, we were up 10 uh, nothing after the first quarter, but scored 21 points in the second quarter. Blocked a punt. You know, the, the, everything went right for us, and not a whole lot went right for them. So I uh, was really pleased with how we played defensively in particular. Um, offensively, still a couple sloppy possessions that, that hurt us, forced us to kick a field goal. Um, but uh, oh, we're getting better. How, how was that with a bye? Because, you know, coaching for so long, 
Anytime that we've had a bye, it just seems like it takes an eternity to get from, you know, one game to the next game. And how did you guys handle that? And, I mean, obviously it turned out well, but how did you handle that? Well, you know, I think the, I think the bye is great after a win. <laughs> but sure. but yeah. after a loss and, and you're just itching to get back on the field, yeah. uh, it did seem like an eternity. So, um, it, you know, one of the things that we thought was really important was that we give our, our kids a lot of time off. And so... Uh, you know, right after the Penn game, they had Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. And then we practiced Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. All three practices were really short, less than an hour and a half. Thursday we finished with, you know, something fun and silly. Um, and then they got Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. So it was probably more days than they were accustomed to getting off. No but I, I think they I think they appreciated it. Um, and then last week, uh, just because of... Uh, knowing the weather forecast, um, we had an atypical Monday where we were out, full gear, hit the ground running, focused on Memorial. Tuesday did the same thing, and then Wednesday and Thursday had short practices in the gym just because the weather was so miserable. So, you know, there's probably a thousand ways to do it, and you could, you know, if you lose, then you probably would never do it that way again. But we were successful, and I thought we handled the week really well. Now, as I mentioned, <clears throat> You've got a rematch with Elkhart Central. You had a rematch with St. Joe last year, which when you looked at, you know, the way the postseason played out, really, until the very end, I mean, that was one of the toughest matchups that you had. And I mean, Central is obviously a very good team. So when you look at, at your offense specifically, and I mean, obviously, I'm not asking you to give away some things, but... Are you able to change things up, you know, because your offense is fairly standard, but at the same time, there's a lot of wrinkles that you have with it. So you can, can you kind of change some things up to try to give them some different looks the second time around? Yeah, you know, I think that we can, and you can learn a lot from how they played you in the first game. Um, and they had, a, you know, a fair amount of success defending us in the second half uh, of that game that we played them uh, a, a couple weeks ago. So... Uh, yeah, we're going to try to learn from what they did and did well against us. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned the St. Joe game because that's one of the things that I talked to our kids about today is because, you know, beating a quality team twice in one season is a challenging thing. And, yeah. and you gotta you got to play well uh, in order to do that. And we did have to do that last year in the sectional championship game. So uh, we got a lot of kids that have experience uh, in this situation. Uh, I think they're excited about the opportunity to play for a championship um you know playing football in november is a really fun thing uh and so you know the rucks joe willis uh 2d lineman didn't play in this first game so that you know true uh they're gonna have an opportunity to 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 compete against a really good team for the first time and i think that that's something that you know central uh will have to you know deal with because you know, those are two of our better defensive linemen. So uh, we didn't have them in the first game, and, and we had moments where we defended them pretty well. So I, I think it's something where both teams are probably going to feel each other out for the first quarter and, and, and try to figure out, okay, what's similar to the last game and what's not. Well, from a defensive perspective, because you held Brownlee in check for a good deal of the night in that game. He, ha- he still had his lowest rushing total that he's had all season in that game even though he exploded you're probably glad to see that he got 300 yards last week because maybe he's got it out of his system i don't know but again how do do you 
How do you, how do you sort of adjust the second time around? Because you know that they're going to obviously be ready for some things that you did to them the first time. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, he had a 61-yard run against us, and other than that, I thought we did a pretty good job defending right. him the first time we played. But he is so explosive. If he gets out in the open field, it, he's gone. We don't have anybody back there that can catch him. Um, it's going to be really critical that we get multiple guys to him and tackle him, you know, for five- and six-yard gains and keep those big plays at a minimum. And that's what happened um, – you know, against Concord last week is, you know, he had three runs over 40 yards. Yeah. Um, and, and one was like 75 yards. And say, he, I'm surprised it wasn't more than yeah, that when he goes for 300. He, he just <laughs> he just had a fantastic night, and he caught like three passes out of the backfield. I mean, he's the guy they want to get the football to. Um, we have spent uh, a ton of time over the course of the weekend trying to figure out how to how to take him or limit him as best as possible. You scrimmaged against Concord during the season, and obviously you watched the film a, a little bit. Were you surprised to see him have such a big game against them because they're a pretty good team as well? Yeah, no, um, and I think he's fully capable of, you know, rushing for 300 yards against anybody. Um, if you keep – the, the, the key for us is going to be to keep them off the field. Um, can, we, can we sustain some possessions, limit their possessions, and limit – the number of times that he has to carry the football, Concord was scoring fast. You know, uh, it was a it was a track meet. You know, and so he had 39 carries. Well, my goal is that they don't have 39 plays. Right. And if we can if we can do that, then we're capable of limiting him. But he's so good that if if they decide to give him, it's it's similar to our offense. We're we're going to give the ball to the fullback. Quarterback's going to carry the football. It's like Chris Harness last year. Harness was going to get 200 yards because he was going to carry it 40 times. Right. It's the same kind of thing with Brownlee. It's how many times are they going to give him the football and can you prevent him from busting big plays? Because he's going to get his six, seven, eight-yard carries. we got to get him in some negative plays and we got to prevent those big ones. When you talk about negative plays, you had a lot of tackles for loss against Memorial the other night. Start with JT Thomas five tackles for loss yeah. that, that he ended up with. He was he was living in the backfield there for, yeah. for a time. It was fun to watch. It, our defense was really fun to watch on Friday because they you could tell they were having fun playing. They were celebrating together. They were excited to be out on the field. And I think that that had a lot to do with, you know, having the two weeks off and, and just being itching to play, you know. And, uh, you know, Bo Brown had a fantastic game. He blocked a punt, had a couple sacks. Um, I know that Joe Willis had a sack. Rux had a couple really good plays. Uh, it was it was the first really complete defensive game that I think we've played this year. And I I was scared to death of Memorial. I really was. <laughs> you and I talked on Thursday. Right. Um, they really they really concerned me with their athleticism and how they could spread the football around. And and we decided early on um, in our preparation for them that we had to get pressure on them. Uh, and, and fortunately, we did. Well, Sean brought up JT and kind of, you know, he's a senior. Obviously, he transferred in, so it's the first year you guys have had him. Just what has his presence meant? I mean, he's been so impressive this year. I mean, what a great addition for you guys at the linebacker position. Yeah, you know, he, he really has been a great addition. While while uh, Rux and I were eating, we were talking about it because when, when we found out that, you know, he had transferred, uh, Rux was the first guy I went to and said, hey, 
let's let's get a hold of this guy. Let's make sure he feels welcome. And we were just talking about it. Ruck said he he didn't need that. He didn't need us to make he, his personality kind of just blended right in with our seniors uh, and their thickest sleeves. All of them. They they get along. Uh, they love playing together. Um, JT has become a captain. Um, and it's it's not something that you know we hand out lightly. He's he's been a great leader. Um, he's been great for for Dawson, I think, because he's kind of brought Dawson out of his shell a little bit. Um, and Dawson is great for him because he can kind of calm JT down a little <laughs> bit when JT gets really really into um, having a little bit too much fun at practice, maybe. But uh, I it, think we had the two of them yeah. on together earlier this year yeah. too, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, you did. And you know they. they he, he, he's fit in very well, and, you know, just from a football standpoint, he's a really good football player, and he feel, he filled a serious need for us at linebacker because Nick Davis, uh, who played linebacker for us, inside linebacker for us last year, is really an outside linebacker who was just filling a spot out of need. Um, so it got Nick um, into a position where he's more comfortable and uh, is better suited for us. So it, it's, it's really been a blessing to have him be a part of our program and I wish that that we could have him for longer just because he's so fun to be around not not even about the football stuff he's just such a good kid and so fun to be around when you look at your team this point in the season is there anyone maybe who's really outperformed what you thought they might be coming into the year you know I think that's a really that's a really tough question um I'd have to think about it a long time to, uh, for a while to to give you like a specific answer, but yeah. I think someone that stands out right now um, is Bo Brown, uh, who um, has really come along uh, quite nicely. Um, he's matured a lot over the course of the year. Um, you know, sophomores, playing sophomores are always scary um, just because uh, they're sophomores, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, he's grown up a lot, uh, and I think that a lot of that can can be attested to a couple of things. Number one, out of necessity, because of you know the injuries that that Rux had, Joe Willis had, Ryan Watt. You know he had to grow up in a hurry for us. Uh, and also, I think it has to do with the leadership uh, of Rux and Willis. You know, watching two two three year starters go through the things every day and seeing how things should be done. So um, he's one that sticks out on the defensive side of the ball. Um, offensively. I would tell you that before his injury, Jason DeWilkins um, at guard was was probably playing as well as any guard we've ever had in this offense. I huh. mean, some of the stuff that he was doing was incredible. Um, the game that he got hurt in, in in St. Joe, he played like 22 plays, and he would have been the first offensive lineman we've ever coached that would have graded out 100%. Really? I've, never, I've never seen anything like it. So um, as disappointing as it was to, to lose him, uh, he was a really big bright spot for us uh, through seven weeks. Vince? I'm leaning on you here, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We've got TJ Ruck standing by, so we appreciate you coming out as always, Coach. Absolutely. I'm going to stick around and listen okay. to him. Sounds good. Please I will do. talk. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Or do you want me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk to you later this week, but, of course, you can stay uh and listen, and we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll have T.J. Rux with us as we continue. Caveman Corner from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader.
is on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader, live from Monterey, Mexican Bar and Grill, 507 East McKinley. And we are now joined by a senior member of the Mishawaka football team, TJ Rucks. Thanks for coming in tonight. For sure. How was the burrito? It was great. <laughs> Coach Skinner has good recommendations. Was it as good as last year? That was a long time ago. <laughs> it's been a lot of meals. It was, it was better this year, though. Uh, <laughs> All right. This time of year, I mean, it's got to put a little meat on your bones. You've got to be feeling good about a free big burrito, right? Absolutely. Free's always good. <laughs> All right. Well, TJ, what, what's this year been like for you? Because obviously you missed a few games with an injury. I imagine how tough was it as a senior, especially, to, to be on the sideline a lot more than you would have liked to and, and watching your team you know in that way rather than being out on the field yeah it definitely wasn't fun but it was something that was necessary and we just wanted to focus on getting ready for the tournament and that's something that we did very well how are you doing right now strength wise health wise all that kind of stuff you know you guys went to semi-state last year obviously so coming off your junior year all-state performer going into the offseason how does that maybe change the workouts does it give you a little bit different vibe you know off-season workouts and, and all that kind of stuff yeah playing in november is definitely a vibe that you only experience when you get there and everybody wants to prolong the season another week and it's something that we're all going to miss so we're enjoying it we're soaking it all up are there any when you think about last year's semi-state run are there any maybe moments that kind of stand out for you the regional game <laughs> what about the regional game the snow <laughs> he blocked the punt that's right. He blocked the punt <laughs> right before halftime. That's right. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all right. Block. Keith Kinder chiming in a little bit. <laughs> so, obviously, you were an integral part of what happened last year. You're, again, this year, you know, as a senior. So, it's a little bit different being in a leadership role, I would imagine. Kind of, how does this team, uh, and maybe in a general sense, compare to last year's team? Um, we definitely lost some seniors that were a key part of our team, but we have a lot of seniors that stepped up this year. And we're doing a lot of the same things. We're getting things done on the practice field and on the game field as well. Is it different kind of taking that leadership role? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Were you, were you much of a vocal leader as a junior? I know it's a lot different when you're a senior. Uh, I feel like I lead more silently. Like, I'm not a big I'm hoorah shocked. guy. But. I'm shocked that you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure it's a little bit different than even as a junior because, you know, you got a lot of the younger kids looking up to you as a senior. Yeah, for sure. You definitely want to set a good example and you want to show, you know, the right things to do at practice and things like that. It's been a very good defense the last couple of years. Why do you think this defense has been so good this year? Uh, definitely in part because of our coaches and all the time they put in. And I feel like our biggest thing is that we just listen to what they have to say and take the advice that they give us. And that's how we perform. Is it kind of weird to think? I mean, when you, you, how long have you been playing football, do you think? A long time, <laughs> since the second grade. Is it, is it weird to think that here you are, you, you know, you're getting close to the end of your high school career, whenever that, however long that happens to be? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely something that's taken a long time, but when you think back at it, it's the blink of an eye. Coach Kinder was talking about some of the other guys on defense. I mean, obviously you were sitting here just a second ago. So I'll go through some of these defensive guys, and you tell us a little bit about them. Let's start with uh, Derek Dawson, who's who's been uh, kind of a fixture on the defense for this is third year now. Uh, Derek's probably one of our biggest leaders. He's the one who brings in the calls for the game, and he, he directs traffic on the field. How about Nick Davis? 
Nick is one of our funnier guys. He, <laughs> he always brings a good mood, and he gets us ready for the game. JT Thomas, the guy we talked about a second ago, the Adams transfer. Uh, JT is a great addition to our team. We all love him. We accepted him, and he fits right in with all of us. He's a great player, a better friend. Joe Willis. Uh, Joey, Joey's our guy. <laughs> in what way? <laughs> he's, a, he's a playmaker. And sometimes he gets a little off topic, but he's there and we love him. How about Bo Brown? Uh, a younger guy that stepped up for sure. Definitely good to have on the line with us. Donovan Snyder. A key part of our team for sure. Definitely someone we like to have on the defensive side of the ball. Devon Parker. Devon is another one of our funny guys. Serious in the moment, and he knows when to turn it on and off, but we're glad he came out this year. Devin Jimenez. Devin's a serious guy, too. Uh, he's playing a lot better this year, and I feel like he stepped up because of the leadership role that he felt that he needed to fill. Now, this could be the toughest one I'm going to ask you. How would you describe TJ Rucks? He's the guy. He's the dude. <laughs> Let's, let's have Keith Kinder put his microphone back down for a second. You tell us a little bit about T.J. Rux and what he's meant to this team the last few years. He's a three-year starter, um, and the growth that he has shown over the past three years has been incredible, um, not just as a football player but as a man. He is, T.J. is a man now. Um, he was a boy as a sophomore um, at maturity level, and then you know playing ability, and, and he's grown up a ton. Um, I will tell you that... Um, in his last four games last year as a junior in that tournament run, uh, I, I haven't seen much better D-line play uh, than what he gave, um, and, and we're expecting the same thing. He, he, he started turning it on last week. I think he's starting to feel 100% healthy. Um, he's one of my favorite kids that I've ever coached. I just love him to death. Do you feel like a little bit different burst, a little bit different strength coming off the line right now, TJ? Than compared to well, post injury, you, you had it was an ankle, correct? Right. Uh, ankle, high ankle, is that right? High ankle sprain. So I mean, coming off of that, are, are, do you feel like it's behind you? Do you feel it still a little bit? How no, are you feeling right now? We're taking all the preventative measures that we need so that doesn't happen, and I feel 100. percent So what would it mean to you again to be to, to potentially go on a another run at least as far as you went last year, if not even farther to a, to a state? Uh, finals game it would mean everything i mean that's the goal that we're all working towards right now we all want to be together for another week and that's something that's really important to everybody all right tj thanks for coming in best of luck to you i'm glad you enjoyed the burrito and uh, some great stuff from you thank you very much thank you all right tj rucks from the mishawaka football team and keith kinder as well we'll take a time out when we come back we'll talk a little wrestling with mishawaka wrestling head coach steve sandifer that's coming up caveman corner from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill in 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Game Corner continues on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader from Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. And uh, glad to have wrestling coach Steve Sandifer with us. How are we doing tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. great. Glad to have you out here. It's been a little while. Pull yeah. that just a little bit closer if you would. There you go. There, right. there you go. So, did I hear right? Today was the first day of practice, actually? Today was day one of the wrestling season. How'd things go? It was really good. Our numbers were great. They've, they're better than they've ever been. Uh, I know we still got some guys in football right now, but uh, expecting probably another 10 or 15 guys coming out after wow. that. That's good numbers. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. 
Yeah, that's really good. What's what's the off season like for you guys? It seems like everyone, you know, is doing something in the off season these days. So what's it like for you guys with the wrestling team? Um, I usually give them a week or two off at the end of the season and then we hit it hard. We're still going twice a week and it, it basically is year round. Are you wrestling twice a week? Yeah, there's probably three times throughout an entire year that I give them a week off and that's the end of the season, right before school starts. And then the week before the season starts, uh, we still practice one day last week, but uh, it, just, it, it never stops. Uh, yeah. Preseason's long. We're going three days a week, lifting, wrestling, conditioning, and now the season's finally here, so we're full go. I saw last year you guys did that thing down at the park, the outdoor. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 100 degrees or something, yeah, if I remember our, right. Uh, that's <laughs> SummerSlam, yeah. So now what was that, what was that all about? Uh, every summer um, we always have a, a couple, like we run a little wrestling tournament down there, so our mats are outside. Okay. Uh, this year we actually had a canopy over the mat because the year before they almost shut us down because the mat was... It looked like it would have been scorching hot. Yeah. over that. And, <laughs> but uh, the canopy was great. That worked out, and it, it's always just a fun event to get guys together. Um, not many people can say they've wrestled in an event outside. Yeah, so. and you do it like in a cage, too, don't yeah. you? Yeah, which is a pretty cool <laughs> aspect to that. Yeah. <clears throat> so this year's team, I, I, I mean, I'm looking at the list here. You had eight semi-state qualifiers last year. You had three guys go to state. Joe Walker plays sixth for you at state so i would imagine that you've got pretty high expectations going into this season yeah that's that's just what, what's coming back this year i think we had we had four qualifiers at the state finals last year we graduated gabe weeks uh other than that uh we got pretty much everybody coming back so well and then we were just talking it kind of in between in the break and that when when they were the football guys were leaving and you were coming in i saw you do a little dance over there when I mentioned JT Thomas, the guy, <laughs> the guy from yeah. Adams, and uh, so he's coming over, and he'll be another addition to the to the Mishawaka wrestling team. Yeah, he, he's going to be huge for us. He's a real competitor on the football field. I've been going to the games, hearing his name get called all night long, and uh, just to have him in the upper weights and really fill in, um, like we're really thankful to have him. What are maybe going to be? Do you, do you have some weights that are going to be? pretty competitive as far as wrestle-offs and that kind of stuff yeah right now <clears throat> it's always kind of sensitive in the off season because everybody wants to pick their weights but we haven't done wrestle-offs yet so uh the most important thing is you know getting all of our best guys into a place in the lineup so that you know we have the best chance of doing the best we can at team state which is going to be the first year we've been at team state since 2010 and uh we just got to get all our best guys in the lineup. I know it'll all pan out. We'll have our wrestle-offs, and we'll pretty much be set. So how does the team state work then? So you know you'll is that based on what you did last year? You'll automatically be there this year? Um, in years past, you used to have to qualify to go to it. Uh, I think our 91 state champ team was just like total team points in an individual tournament. And then they went to an actual like dual style, like our best lineup against your best lineup they did that for years and they finally turned away from that so the the actual state championship at the ihsaa is still uh the best team score at individual so the coaches association picked up this tournament to get back to that dual aspect our our best lineup against your best lineup and this is going to be the first year that we've wrestled in like the coaches association team state ever all right but so when it was so when is that is that at the end of the the middle, where does that fall? It's kind of in the middle. It's right after Al Smith. So we got, you know, one tough tournament to the next one, uh, January 4th or 5th. Okay. Yeah. So you, you could be, you're going to be competing for a state title mm-hmm. in January. Yes. Which that's a different uh, feeling, I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. This time of year, it, 
is always tough. I, I mean, we got Thanksgiving a few weeks away, and that was when I was wrestling in high school. Mm. I, I hated Thanksgiving <laughs> because I had to sit at the dinner table and eat a couple green beans while everyone else, you know, when when does it, so when does the season start? And you know, how mm. close are we to, to everything getting going? We have our our first JV competition. I believe is November twenty third. And then we have the Thanksgiving week, nothing then. The following week, we wrestle South Bend Adams. So, I mean, they can enjoy their Thanksgiving. Just don't overdo <laughs> it. But our weight, our weight certifications are beginning next Tuesday. So some guys are coming down, uh, getting their weights ready for that. And then we'll have our wrestle-offs probably the week of our first JV match. <clears throat> Where, uh, I, when you start to look at the lineup, do you, do you kind of have an idea? You, you know, you talked about how guys have still kind of got to figure out what their weights are going to be mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Do you, do, you, do you have any, you know, maybe certain weights that you're looking at where it, it's it's really like you're you're not sure what you're going to get here, or, or do, do you feel like no matter what happens, where guys you know go up or down, that you're going to be pretty solid throughout? Uh, I'd say there's a few question marks just kind of figuring out. There's some football guys who we haven't seen in a while. I don't, I don't know how much they're weighing, and uh, we still got to do our wrestle offs. And each year somebody surprises us. Uh, last year we had a surprise on a wrestle off before sectionals, and you know I'm prepared for everything. So this is what, is this year three for you? Year now? three at Mishawaka. Yeah. Year, yeah, year three is the head coach at Mishawaka. So, so where do you feel? you are right now just in terms of program building that kind of stuff i feel like our numbers are getting back to what they used to be uh i know we used to have to make cuts when i was in high school 2008 2009 really and that was kind of a a worry i had this year because we had our call out meeting and there were 65 plus kids that came out and i (laughs) had to ask like hey in years past when we did cuts like what was the magic number so we just we had enough mat space in the room for everybody to have a good practice so uh our youth program is uh their numbers are getting back up there with coach yancey grade list down on with the little guys and girls so we actually do have a lot more girls coming out for uh varsity wrestling on the high school level and even in the elementary levels now well and that's going to be in the next year or two isn't that it's going to be an ihsaa Sanctioned. A sanctioned sport, isn't it, the the girls? Yeah, we actually had uh, one girl, uh, Sloan Walker, Joe's sister. Uh-huh. Uh, she signed a scholarship at McKendree, and she's the second wrestler, female wrestler ever to sign a wrestling scholarship from Mishawaka. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. So it, d- does that season, do, do the girls, are they going on simultaneous to yeah, the there, guys? There's not as many uh, women's tournaments right now, but I think uh, you know Penn puts on one. Uh, there's a few throughout the state, but the, the numbers are just growing each year. So, I mean, I expect that to be a pretty regular thing. So what's the biggest question you have going into this season? Uh, just what's the lineup going to be? Where's everybody <laughs> going to be at? And everybody's stressed out about it. But <clears throat> It all tends to figure itself out in the long run, I guess. Yeah, yeah right? it does. Mm-hmm. So I want it, to – it's always um, – you know, I've, I've known you for a little while now, and it's always I've always wanted to ask you this question. So why not do it on the air? Um, <laughs> so bring it on. For those for those who don't know, you started your career at Penn, yeah, and then you came over to Mishawaka, mm-hmm. which um, you know that that's quite the move. You know, yeah. going from from Penn to Mishawaka. What was that like for you? Obviously, it worked out really well. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got to Mishawaka, and I know obviously you got friends on both sides. How how did that work out for you? It, it was extremely tough because I, I grew up a Penn kid. All my best friends are, you know, diehard Penn people. And, you know, we looked around as a family, and we weren't really happy with the direction that things were going, like in school. And 
we just we came together one summer. I think I, I was mowing the lawn when it popped in my head, and I <laughs> said, you know, I think this is something that I want to do. And it was really hard at first. Um, we actually legitimately moved from Granger into Mishawaka, so it was you know tough to sell our house and build a new one. We were in a townhouse for some time, but oh yeah, um, you really find out like who your friends are and who's just like along for the ride and you know chris summers my best friend like he's one of those guys who was always there for me supported me went to the state finals wore michigan mishawaka sweatshirt and that's not easy to do when no. you're, uh, when you're <laughs> all state Penn not, center for the football team right yeah I'm, i mean i've been a fan of you know pen wrestling my entire life the pen football program uh obviously growing up seeing them go to the state finals so i mean that's still part of who i am today so all right, well, we appreciate you coming in tonight, Steve. Best of luck to you this season. Sounds like uh, it's uh, shaping up. It could be a pretty exciting one for you over there. Very excited. Thank you for having me. All right, absolutely. Steve Sandifer, the head wrestling coach at Mishawaka High School. We will be back at least another week, and uh, hopefully beyond that, uh, Caveman Corner will continue as long as the Mishawaka football team continues into its postseason. So for Keith Kinder, the Mishawaka head coach, T.J. Rucks, Defensive in. Thanks for coming in tonight, Vince. I mean, you said there was going to be some food, and I so mean, how do I turn that down? There's even more waiting for you over there right now. <laughs> and Steve Sandifer, thanks again, and good luck. We will talk to you next week. Cayman Corner on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.